You okay? Testing, testing. Read all about it. That's not how that goes. <laughs> How's it going? I'm doing great. Oh, yeah? Why is that? Mm, it's the weekend. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Um, so, couple good news is oh, yeah? of the week. It's Motley's birthday today. Happy birthday, Motley. Yeah. We love him so much, even though he chewed through our fence and our neighbors hate us for it. But it's fine. We're fixing it. Yes. <laughs> but he's one. Our cute little puppy. Yeah. Is one. <laughs> Mr. Motts. Yep. Mr. Fam Damley mascot. Just kidding. Yeah. And then, do you want to tell the world what new state we got? Yeah, we got Courtney's favorite state in the world, Wisconsin. Hello, Wisconsin! Shout out. <laughs> Courtney really likes it for the cheese. That's the only reason. It's actually the beer. <laughs> Just kidding. And Spreckers. <laughs> Oh, Spreckers is so good. No, one of my favorite things about Wisconsin is that there are so many street corners that have like a saloon or a pub or whatever. And then right across the street is a church. Mm, There's always a church right across the street. Love it. There's even like a little town that we passed through a few times that was like population 300. And you would go through and you'd come to like a crawl where it was like 10 miles an hour. And there was this like tiny little walkway where people could you know go across the street and i kid you not a white chapel and a saloon like an old western saloon with those swinging doors Mm -hmm. right across the street that's so fun and one time (laughs) one time we were going through and there was like a group of bikers who had all parked in the church parking lot and were walking across the street to the saloon like motorcyclist bikers yeah okay it was so funny like oh wisconsin (laughs) squeaky cheese mm, mm. love it anyways welcome wisconsin we're happy you're here i'm i hope that i know who you are that's listening but who knows yeah i was looking at our stats and i'm like oh new state and then i saw it was wisconsin i'm like oh, courtney <laughs> it's like what we got a new state which one guess <laughs> happy day it was a happy day ah uh, anyways are you uh do you have anything else you want to say um not really i started watching a new show a couple <laughs> days ago and show. i have i've binged it pretty hard it's uh the good doctor it's with on... steve yep what's his face mm. steve yep what's his name <laughs> the main character oh <laughs> his name is sean <laughs> i will get it eventually <laughs> Yeah, played by Freddie Highmore. <laughs> That's a good show. It's um, I mean, you know how how often I cry. Not often. Have you cried? No, but I've been really close. Like this show has me like an emotional roller coaster. I'm pretty sure you told your mom the other day that you don't cry anymore. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Which isn't true, Melody. Don't listen to him. <laughs> yeah. No, I I haven't cried yet, but like it it got me close. It got me yeah. close to crying. Well, I cried literally taking these notes, so oh, I win, but I cry all the time, so it's not really saying much. Yes. <laughs> it's just because my husband um, puts me in a closet 
What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a joke. Let the record show that I don't do that. Yeah, I go involuntarily. And if I were to give you a closet, it would <laughs> it would be a big closet. You're a punk. I'm so funny. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. Uh, so I was told today that our um, fans enjoy the jokes that we tell at the beginning of episodes. Oh, who doesn't? Everyone loves dad jokes. Oh, I know. They're the best, especially when they're terrible. <laughs> I have a few for you. Ready? When they're the worst, they're the best. <laughs> and let's see if you can um, guess the theme of today's episode. <laughs> First one. What did Iron Man say to Ant-Man? What? Stop bugging me. Ha 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 ha. Is it Marvel? Is it Stan Lee? Stan Lee? Oh, that would have been so good. No, it's not. Okay. That's a good one, though. Yeah. Saving that for later. Um, What does Spider-Man tell people that his job is? What? A web designer. Ha 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 ha. All right. Okay. Last one. Okay. most useless superhero has got to be x-ray man the hero with power of x-ray vision sure a concerned citizen would just be like quick he's getting away x-ray man yes i can see that (laughs) 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 that's all he could do so those are my jokes for today i love it miles said look up some jokes look up miles or something like that oh yeah when she was looking up jokes for the episode i'm like just look up miles because <laughs> i am a joke no she looked at, she glared at me pretty hard yeah okay so um i wonder if you know what this episode is about da, 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 da. <laughs> candy canes yeah that's exactly sunshine it. lollipops and rainbows and unicorns no today i'm going to be talking about superheroes what plural and what i have three lists to read to you today where'd superheroes come from that's pretty random is it no no, no. you'll understand when we get to the end <laughs> i was just kidding continue oh because <laughs> of your my jokes, jokes yeah oh i see i see i thought you meant just like the topic in general no, um, all of our topics are pretty, pretty random. I did Bermuda Triangle. Remember that one? That was kind of random. <laughs> yes, I do remember that one. That was a good one. Okay, Thank so you. the first list is the top 10 best real life superheroes. Real life, huh? Real life superheroes. So um, I got most of these sources, or the source that I used for this was uh screenrant.com oh screen rant i love and also wikipedia thanks wikipedia this is a list that they put together and then i went and did my own research and kind of compiled it in a way that made sense to me look at you go so we will start from number 10 and we'll go down to one and then we'll move on to list number two do they go in like any sort of order or rank or anything just kind of random well this was the order that they put it in but like I said, I did my own research on the people and like what they did. Okay. So number 10 is from Liberia. Ooh. And this superhero goes by the alias Lionheart. Nice. So Lionheart grew up in Africa and of course grew up with like troubles of war and civil unrest and yada, yada, yada. 
And so he vowed that in his adult life, he would do everything he could to help his country and help it, help make it better. So he dedicated or has dedicated a lot of his life to educating villages on how to like boil water and prepare food so that they can minimize illnesses nice. due to like unsafe drinking water and contamination and things like that. Um, he also teaches people of the dangers of human trafficking and essentially education is his superpower nice yeah um i couldn't really find out much about his personal life a lot of these other superheroes i'm about to talk about like are almost cheesy because they like to dress up and things like that but he there's nothing like that about him i think he just had an alias and Mm -hmm. was doing good um i did find that there was actually like a Lionheart movement that was kind of the same thing that was like people just trying to better the community um, by bringing in like medicine and other um, supplies and things like yeah. that. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, because I mean, growing up in Africa, Liberia, I can't imagine he came from like a wealthy background, right? Unless exactly. he did. No, no. Um, so it's like you know, people going out of their way to help. Yeah, I, I talked about this your last episode as well. Like people helping each other, it's just inspiring. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Well, that's actually kind of part of the reason why I chose this topic is because we were talking about how, like, it's really hard to find the good stories. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? We need a good, wholesome story. We need something about people doing good for others. Yeah. So I found real-life superheroes, and it's been really fun to read about. Like I said, I, uh, at one point, cried while taking these notes, so... Cry, baby. <laughs> Just kidding. So another fun fact, this isn't actually about Lionheart, um the real life superhero but there is a lionheart fictional character in the marvel universe did you know that no yeah fun fact so lionheart in the marvel universe is actually a woman and essentially her story goes that she is like a single mother of two uh, living in england and she sacrifices her life to save captain america i didn't read too much into the exact storyline but i know that that's how she essentially dies and the captain america helps bring her back to life nice and so she's resurrected with powers and she originally was called captain britain oh okay oh so you recognize that name Mm -hmm. okay yeah so that was her original name and i think at some point they changed it to lionheart um but her abilities her superhero abilities include superhuman strength flight energy bolts force fields and something about a sort of might I don't know what that means. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> You're like, yeah, me too. It's up in our bedroom. <laughs> I got super strength too. And no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. The energy bolts. Yeah. Daggers. Mm, force fields, everything. <laughs> so that's it for number 10. So number nine uh, is all the way in Helsinki, Finland. If I pronounce that wrong, I apologize. No, that's right. Helsinki? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Have you been there? Yeah. Oh. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, I've never been to Finland. I'm just pulling your leg. I wanted to see how gullible you would be. Miles, I learn things about you every week. Like what? What did you learn about me last week? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything clever off the top of my head. Okay, so this superhero is Dex Laser Skater. Laser Skater. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is he's... he on a skateboard? Nope, he's on roller skates. Roller skates. That was going to be my next mm-hmm. guess. And he is pretty eccentric, actually. I thought he was pretty cool. Um, So when Dex isn't working his normal nine to five, he is busy riding around the streets on his roller skates doing good deeds. 
So he isn't necessarily fighting bad guys, but he is doing things like helping lost tourists. He tips waiters and bouncers at restaurants and clubs. And he helps the homeless, and he'll sometimes return lost items to their owners, etc., etc. Nice. And he has dedicated his whole, like, persona to this character. And, in fact, he actually has an Instagram. It's at Dex Laser Skater. <laughs> and he, you can see him in all of his glory in his getup, which is tidy whities and also he's one of the dress up guys <laughs> oh yeah cool. or or dressed down because he's not really wearing a lot oh okay tidy whities and roller oh. skates. <laughs> when you said tidy whities i was thinking like one of those white morph suits or something like that but <laughs> no. tidy, not, okay that makes sense <laughs> yeah um and actually i looked up his instagram and he had stats from 2022 of all of the good he did and it was things like this so this was back in November. He put 2022 so far, helped beggars 27, tipping cafe waiters 22, tipping cafe bouncers 42, tipping street musicians 14, tipping DJs 1, taking part in a collection 1, guiding tourists and other people 2, other good deeds miscellaneous 57, <laughs> total 166. So he's making a big deal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> He's making a big deal of, like, tipping these people. Uh-huh. But I mean, we, we tip people when we go out to eat. So, like, is he tipping them extra? I don't know if that's a common practice in Finland. Because I know a lot of oh, countries... Oh, Finland. Okay, I'm sorry. I was yeah. still thinking. Never mind. Okay, that makes so sense. So, I think he was... And I, I'm sure because he has a platform. Like, he has 2,000 followers on here. Um, and he has a, a Facebook page and everything like that. So, I'm sure he probably gets, like, donations. So I've seen like a lot of influencers do that where they're like, we're going to go tip someone like an outrageous amount of money. Send us $2 if you'd like to contribute, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm sure like yeah, he, like he gets a, a little bit of help. I don't know for sure, but I would imagine. That's cool. So yeah, go check out his Instagram. Miles laughed because I showed him his getup. And uh, Dex, if you ever listen to this, you're awesome. We don't have any listeners in Finland yet, but <laughs> never say never. We appreciate the things you do. I would never go out in my underwear and roller skates, but you do you. God, no, I might. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. So our next stop for number eight is in Mexico. 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 So this superhero is Super Barrio Gomez. Barrio? Barrio. Not Mario. Barrio. Yeah, but it's all one word. Super Barrio. Okay. Uh, so Super Barrio goes around in red tights. And a red and yellow luchador wrestler's mask. <laughs> nice. His look was actually inspired by a luchador wrestler, El Santo. Um, and Super Barrio is known for using his uh, famous image, because he he's kind of like a celebrity down there. Um, but he uses his image to organize rallies and protests to fight against labor laws and housing crises and things like that. Or crises, sorry. I can say words. <laughs> um <laughs> English is hard. It's okay. <laughs> uh, he even at one point began stopping the evictions of families who were paying their rent during uh, this a really bad housing crisis mm. in Mexico. I think it was in the 80s. Um, and fun fact about him, in 1996, he actually declared himself an official candidate for the United States presidential election. <laughs> nice. And he held mock campaign rallies in the United States and in Mexico. Uh but yeah, that was kind of like his ultimate role was that he was a, a, a public rally. 
he would bring t- people together to do protests and things like that cool um kind of like a reformation leader or something yeah yeah something like that cool so the actual persona of super barrio it was one person but it was more so like the the mascot of like an organization kind of thing and super barrio became a fictional character that was put into like books and films and wow and uh theater play things like that um so yeah his his character kind of developed more so into this figure of hope so to speak so right on yeah so that's pretty cool that'd be cool to have like a comic series based off of you you. yeah (laughs) All right, so the next one is in New York, and this is a female superhero named Terrifica. 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 And she had one goal and one goal only, and that was to prevent drunk women from being taken advantage of. Wow. Yeah, so she would, just at night, she would parole bars and nightclubs, and she would keep an eye out for any girl that was overly drunk, being accompanied by a suspicious guy in questionable circumstances cool and she was so efficient at what she did that she even got her own like public arch nemesis <laughs> who people called fantastico and the Terrific reason and fantastico yeah which and this part is actually kind of sad but also cool at the same time but the reason she had this nemesis is because she had stopped him on multiple occasions from taking drunk girls home hmm. so and he obviously didn't like her but the sad part is the fact that, you know, this guy was known for that kind of behavior. But the cool thing is that she was able to prevent some of it. So. Yeah. But yeah, Terrifica, terrific lady. <laughs> she considers herself retired now. Okay. She didn't hand the torch off to someone, kind of like Zoro. No, that would have been cool, though. That would have been cool. All the Dread Pirate Roberts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Number five. We're going all the way to San Diego. This one is Mr. Extreme. So Mr. Extreme was a security guard by day and by night he would help the homeless and stop petty crimes from happening. He credited his heroism um, on his troubled past as a child who was bullied. So he wanted to kind of like correct that part of his life. Hmm. Um, So he enjoyed doing everything he could in his power to essentially make the world a better place. And some of the things that he would do included volunteering at homeless shelters and other places around town um he got really involved in organizing benefits and of course casually patrolling the streets with an eye out for crime uh and his getup included mismatched body armor a helmet and goggles cool yeah what kind of helmet i don't know (laughs) that's all i have on mystery extreme okay so number four in rochester minnesota this is geist Geist? Uh-huh. Geist began his real-life superhero journey in April of 2007 by selling off comic his comic book collection to assist in funding his transformation. He is known for working alongside many other real-life superheroes and their organizations. And what he says is... <laughs> I'm sorry, this, I shouldn't laugh at this, but it's kind of funny. He said, we're basically normal people who just like to find unusual ways to do something good. Once you get suited up, you're a hero, and you've got to act like one, end quote. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. He has gone through great lengths to hide his identity, and according to him, only one person in his personal life actually knows about his superhero identity. I mean, yeah, you got to protect those 
that you love that's like rule number one in <laughs> vigilante work yeah he's like the minnesota batman right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> minnesota um, batman he focuses his time and efforts on helping the homeless victims of abuse and tragedy and other charities and he also like hands out supplies to the homeless and he takes like trees and foods to local shelters um and he is also known for enjoying putting a smile on the faces of kids in the hospital so that's that's fun yeah so he's he's pretty humble about the things that he does um and his getup includes wearing a bandana and boots and a fedora and sunglasses and vambraces or vambraces do you know what those are no it's like uh body armor like metallic like when you think of like a knight in shining armor it's like that kind of armor and it goes on your elbows not to your forearms like medieval armor yeah oh really yeah <laughs> okay it's pretty cool actually but yeah he wears those on his arms um but yeah uh also fun fact there is a character geist who is a fictional character in the dc comics who's kind of like a no-name hero almost same i'm just kidding yes i'm just, <laughs> I'm just a host on a lesser known podcast <laughs> by night i guess by day you're a superhero yeah. period question mark no i'm not, <laughs> not gonna tell everyone that i'm just kidding Cheyenne superhero. <laughs> yeah we need one of those i'll actually get to that one in a minute what anyways <laughs> number three vancouver canada this one is called thanatos thanatos have you ever heard of that before the what thanatos like thanos but add an extra syllable okay thanatos that's a greek god i'm pretty sure yes thanatos <laughs> huh thanatos i think thanatos am i saying it like okay thanatos i think that's how you pronounce it that makes more sense um so thanatos uh the the real life superhero Th- thanatos he... he's the god of death right? yes yes okay <laughs> say he essentially based his character off of the group reaper yeah i was trying to think like i know he has this like i was trying to think of the word because he has he carries a scythe and wears the hood and everything uh-huh. so okay i That's knew fun. you would know that one i'm so happy <laughs> you did so thanatos is a is the greek personification of death so thanatos the canadian <laughs> um he had noticed a lot of homeless people spending times spending their time on the streets and a lot of people were dying on the streets and he just it kind of like wasn't sitting right with him and one day a police officer told him that the homeless had nothing better to look forward to than death oh. and he did not take that well and so he said quote i don't come from krypton and i wasn't bitten by a radioactive spider or anything like that um i was working downtown trying to help the streets and noticing a lot of things happening people living and dying on the streets i was told by a police officer that some people on the streets had nothing better to look forward to than death that really stung that really hurt me so I said that if that's the case, then death better get out of there and start taking care of these people. I developed this persona to go out, of, out there and help, end quote. So his acts of kindness include everything from handing out water bottles to distributing slips of paper with the word friend on them. Um, so yeah, he really wanted to take that embodiment of death and turn it into a positive thing. Oh. Like if all they have to look forward to is death, then death is going to make their lives better essentially nice yeah (laughs) um one really cool thing that he did is he actually helped a girl uh who was spending about four hundred dollars a day on her heroin addiction 
and in about six months he helped her cut it out of her life and she now works uh in a paid position at a local social agency and when she tells the story why she changed she says quote death came and told me i had to change so death saved me wow yeah isn't that cool (laughs) yeah uh you want to know a little fun fact about me yeah do you remember msn messenger yes so back in the day this was a weird phrase like i wasn't emo or anything but i had a weird obsession with the grim reaper i just thought the entity of the grim reaper was cool Uh so i'd like make that my my um profile picture and stuff like that Uh um eventually my mom's like oh you probably shouldn't do that sends off a weird (laughs) message i'm like oh that's fair enough but i don't know it was just i I don't know again i I wasn't emo it was just that's really funny i would have pictured you with like a leprechaun or something yeah that was later in life (laughs) (laughs) you're like i had to go through this first yes (laughs) uh gotta get dark before it gets light (laughs) it's a beautiful metaphor (laughs) thanks (laughs) death saved me death saved me i like that isn't that cool yeah so uh thanatos from vancouver was 63 years old uh this was back in 2012 and this is when he was, like, really in the height of what he was doing. So he was a 16, 63-year-old father of one. And he is the oldest member of the Real Life Superhero Project, which is a group of caped and masked do-gooders who aim to inspire others to spread kindness. Cool. Imagine being part of, like, a, like having that <laughs> title. That's that, That'd be cool. Yeah. See? Good news. All right. Worth a movie, I think. TM, TM, TM. Trademark. Okay, uh, number two. This one is in Seattle, Washington. And this one is Phoenix Jones. This one's actually pretty cool. Is that a, the real name? That is, nope, that is the alias. So okay. Phoenix Jones is the alter ego of a real-life mixed martial arts fighter, Ben Fodor. Okay. Phoenix Jones, he has, during his superhero time, has broken up muggings and assaults. He has been in a lot of physical altercations. He has been stabbed and shot at. And he has managed, thankfully, to avoid real injury because his superhero costume consisted of a bulletproof vest and other protective coverings. Um, But he got so involved with this lifestyle that he actually got in a little bit of trouble with the law for intervening. Mm. (laughs) Um, And a lot of officers, or some officers, I guess I should say, have questioned if some of his interventions were necessary completely but yeah i feel like he is one of those guys that is is the character you see in the movies where it's like this uh do good vigilante person who just beats people up (laughs) in the streets i like it yeah that'd be hard too with a bulletproof vest because those things are pretty heavy oh really yeah i mean yeah that makes sense yeah yeah all right and number one from this list number one is the most well-known and the most eccentric superhero in my opinion eccentric he is from orlando florida and he is called master legend so he wears do they come up with their own names yes okay (laughs) a few of them yeah um it shows i'm just kidding (laughs) He wears homemade protective gear and he carries a number of gadgets. I was thinking, Florida man, is he carrying an alligator? Like, Does he uh, know karate that he practices on ducks? 
He has helped. Actually, this is kind of cool. He's helped put. put bleh, he has helped the police put away criminals by giving them information that he has gathered from patrolling the streets. Oh, cool. Uh, he has also been known to help the homeless, organize toy drives, and occasionally beat up troublemakers that cross his path. Um, All right. Master Legend claims to have picked up this superhero persona at the age of 16. He also, he also claims that he has died multiple times. And each time he has come back stronger and smarter than before. And he says that at one point in his life, he combated a hypnotist who was telling children to steal. And he is also, uh, he has established the first tax-exempt real-life superhero organization, which is Justice Inc. in Orlando. Justice Inc. like incorporated? Uh-huh. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that is the top 10 real-life superheroes. You were going to say something about the Cheyenne one. Yes. Are you getting to it? <laughs> I will. I'll, okay. I'll okay. Well, cool. Yeah. That's really fun. Yeah. My next list is top 10 real life heroes. So this is the difference is you take out the word super. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is more like good Samaritans. Gotcha. Okay. So not people who dress up and, and try to make a name. These people who have done really incredible things. And I'm just going to like read these directly from the website. It is coreessentials.com. And it's one of their blogs. And it's pretty cool. So we'll start with number 10. Again, this is a good Samaritan in Arkansas. So the Everett family was going to lunch at Logan's Roadhouse after their usual Sunday service when Titus, one of their seven boys, got hit by a mid-size SUV in the parking lot. Titus was being crushed under the middle of the vehicle with thousands of pounds of pressure weighing down on him. Immediately, the manager, several employees, and other people dining at the restaurant, including a police officer from a surrounding community, jumped in and lifted the car off of the boy, saving his life. Titus is okay and now has a band of brothers who rushed in and became real-life superheroes that day. Aww. So, yeah, that one's number 10. Number 9. This is Ma- uh, Mamadou... Gassama. I probably said that wrong. Um, so one day in France, a four-year-old boy was dangling helplessly from a balcony of an apartment building. A passerby, Gassama, sprang into action. In less than a minute, the 22-year-old scaled at least four floors unaided, using only his bare hands to pull the boy to safety. My goodness. <laughs> the real-life Spider-Man right there. Gassama hauls himself up from balcony railing to balcony railing while a crowd of onlookers screams below. Within seconds, he maneuvers over to the boy and appears to pull him up with one arm. And then That's impressive. The, uh, <laughs> the actual article says, one freaking arm. <laughs> this guy is both daredevil and hero. That's insane. Because I was watching this video uh, recently. I can't remember what it was. But it was um, it was a video about... It was kind of trying to, de- to debunk. You know how in the movies where people like dive to save people and like pull them up with one arm? Uh-huh. They were trying to debunk that. And they were saying like, yeah, it's harder than you would think like to get them over that. And uh-huh. like, e- even if the, it's unassisted. Uh-huh. Um, well, even, even if it is, like if the person dangling kind of offers their strength as well to help pull yeah. up but like they were the way they were showing it looked pretty difficult 
I believe it. I mean, you have to you also have to take into account adrenaline. Yeah, that's true. Um, like I'm sure with this, he saw this boy, you know, four stories up, little four year old, but saved him. Was he a rock? Is there more about him? Like, was he into rock climbing and stuff like that? Or? I'm sure that I'm. I'm sure I could find more, but no. Because I mean, that's not something like you'd have to be pretty confident in your skills as well to be able to to climb that. Um, most people would probably like try to get inside and then find their way up there. This guy scaled the freaking building. <laughs> yeah. Well, it did say he went from balcony to balcony, so I'm sure like he had things to hold on to. Yeah, but even then, like you have to because. I mean, depending on how far about the balconies are, it has to be like almost jumping to get to the next one. That's true. So. Yeah. But yeah, isn't that a cool story? That's really cool. All right. So this one is number eight, former New York Giants linebacker Cole Ferrand. So at the age of 23, with professional football contract in hand, Cole Ferrand woke up, ran to the house next door, and saw a man trapped on the roof of a burning house. Ooh. And they wrote, oh, and do we mention it was on fire? Like an inferno fire. So <laughs> I like whoever wrote this. They have a good writing style. Anyways, Farrand immediately grabbed an extension ladder from his grandparents' house to bring to the man to help get him to safety. Farrand said that he thought anyone else would have done the same thing, but the fact that he did it, you know, risking his career and his life, just kind of shows that he is, quote, a giant in every sense of the word new york giant (laughs) so that's pretty cool all right um number seven james shaw jr in 2018 a gunman entered a waffle house near nashville early in the morning and met the ultimate hero a 29 year old at&t technician moving towards the bathroom as the first bullets were flying james james noticed the shooter had momentarily stopped firing and pointed the barrel of his AR-15 towards the ground. That's when Shaw made a split-second decision. He rushed the shooter and managed to seize the rifle. Ultimately, four people were killed, yet law enforcement said the number could have been far higher had Shaw, who was shot in his efforts, had not acted. Um, <laughs> and it says, now that is going the extra mile for customers. Mm-hmm. That's so, like, oh, so scary, because you always think, what would you do in those situations? And they tell you all the time, like, don't try to be a hero, like, give uh-huh. the person whatever they want, but, like split Some, second yeah but like sometimes it it's not worth it yeah yeah well i'm sure you know that split second i can imagine felt like an eternity to him yeah or he needed to make a decision mm-hmm. <sighs> he better have got employee of the year well he wasn't an employee either oh okay. I, yeah he was so he was an at&t technician and he was just having breakfast at waffle house oh i see yeah okay um so this next one number six Audie Leon Murphy. So Murphy was one of the most decorated American combat soldiers of World War II. He not only received every military combat award for valor available from the U.S. Army, but he also received French and Belgian awards for heroism. Murphy received the Medal of Honor for Valor that he demonstrated at the age of 19 for single-handedly holding off a company of German soldiers for an hour at the Colmar Pocket in France. (laughs) And says, oh, and that dude didn't stop there. He then led a successful counterattack, counterattack while wounded and out of ammunition. Freaking stud. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. Is that in the freaking stud? In yes. The, okay. <laughs> yep, they wrote that. Wow. Look, I'll show you the picture they have of all of his medals. Wow. Yeah. That would be a very full jacket. 
<laughs> yeah. Yep. That's pretty cool, though. Very colorful. Very, uh, probably heavy. Okay. So number five, Alexander Fyodorovich Akimov. Anyways. So he played a big role during the Chernobyl disaster in preventing a more disastrous outcome. So he was the one, he was the person who declared an emergency as soon as the reactor was shut down. Mm. Um, So rather than evacuate, he actually stayed behind and had his crew turn on the emergency feed water pumps to flood the reactor. Um, So he was staying there, breathing the poisonous air in the reactor building, and he manually pumped emergency feed water into the reactor without any protective gear. So obviously we know Chernobyl turned out horribly and caused a lot of damage, but his actions, no doubt, saved a lot of lives. Yeah. And made it, like, prevented it from being way worse, which is scary to think that it could have gotten worse, you yeah. know? But yeah. I mean, that, was, that already was a big disaster. Uh-huh. Like, it's still radiated today. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, he risked literally put his life in extreme danger to help prevent the spread of it Mm. so pretty cool yeah so this one (laughs) this one i have opinions about this one's number four and it's james blunt so of course we all are familiar is that you see a singer yeah okay (laughs) we're all familiar with the song you're beautiful and though that song may have saved your relationship from catastrophe his actions as a soldier actually did more for the world than his vocals ever could when he was told to invade the Pristina airfield that Russians had tried to take over, he refused. The order from a U.S. Army general was ignored and put Blunt in a risky court uh, martial type of stitch. Luckily, another general agreed with Blunt and recognized the danger in invading as well. Within a few hours, he pulled all of the troops back, resolving the conflict peacefully. Now that is beautiful. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I, I think it's cool, like, what he did, but the part of me that, like, has opinions is I just don't, I don't know. I guess in this situation it, it turned out the way it should have, but just ignoring orders mm-hmm. from someone, like, a higher rank of you in the military, like, kind of leaves a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. But just like what this article said, it actually ended up better that mm-hmm. they ignored it. But, yeah, something I didn't know about James Blunt. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty controversial topic too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I have my own thoughts about it too. But yeah, I mean, I, sure it's, it's a cool story. Him. But yeah, that is a cool story. It's like you don't really want to encourage like disobedience. Exactly. Um, it's one of those things. I guess I'll share my opinion anyway. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, even though someone is like higher up than you is giving order doesn't always make it right mm-hmm. um, that's true and it's that whole philosophy of like letter of the law versus spirit of the law kind of thing like letter of the law you follow it to a t exactly how it's written but it's like there's also a meaning behind the law there's a there's a reason why we have them and it's like you know if something contradicts that reason i don't know i don't know what I'm tr- no where I'm going i, I with get it now. what you're saying but I don't know. That's that's another thing. Like, I agree that it's bad to disobey someone who is giving you a direct order, especially military-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big deal. But at the same time, like, 
and this is something like I wish that people in higher position would also respect the opinions of those who are actually doing the work. True. We see that all the time in like, you know, corporate America um, where it's like, you know, these, the people that are doing the work are taken for granted so hard. Yeah. For but sure. then the people on the, on the uh, higher up scale, like sure they have more quote unquote experience with it. But I mean, times change, things yeah. change all the time. Like, you're not living in it right now. You don't know how things are going to work. Yeah. Okay. This is like a really bad example. But you know what that just made me think of is there was like this big, I don't know, news thing a few months ago where Kylie Jenner. Of course. Decided, <laughs> decided to go to the grocery store because she wanted to like feel like she was in touch with her fans. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, that was the most out of touch thing you could have done <laughs> because she had paparazzi following her around she had security guards walking her through the grocery store they cleared out the grocery store for her and her friend like (laughs) no (laughs) everyone's like yeah that just made you seem even more different Mm. from us you know we're kind of going along with that um (laughs) the one that i saw it was it was bill gates but they've done it with a couple other you know billionaires and everything Uh where it's like guess the the price of this product oh like on ellen degeneres yes that with bill gates yeah yeah um so it was like, you know, guess the price of this milk. I don't know, $150? No. <laughs> <laughs> like they have they have a completely different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like they don't they don't know. Right. Well, I hope that in the situation with James Blunt that his um his general was more <laughs> more involved, but yeah. It's hard to say you know yeah sorry just another little side note like this show that i'm watching the good doctor like this happens all the time so basically the premise of the story i've told you but like the um the main character has autism Mm -hmm. um but he he's also like genius level like he has a photographic memory and he is able to like i don't know figure things out just by picturing it Uh um but anyway like his higher-ups are very at least in the beginning they were very um like hesitant with him very doubtful that he was going to succeed uh-huh. um and it's like you know he would give all these suggestions of things that it could be and they basically shut it down ignored him yeah, yeah. but it's like you know give the guy a chance so how similar is this show to like doogie hauser uh very different oh really? doogie hauser is prodigy uh they're kind of both prodigy uh-huh um but doogie hauser more central uh it's more centered on the comedy aspect rather than like the this, seriousness this, yeah. the, i mean it has seriousness in it granted but yeah it is a comedy show medical comedy this one is more drama gotcha okay cool cool cool, cool. yeah all right let's move on to number three this is william kyle carpenter did you get your rant out of the way yes i'm okay. done i'm done i, I shouldn't say anymore no no <laughs> <laughs> So, William Kyle Carpenter is the youngest living soldier to ever receive the Medal of Honor. Carpenter shielded his friend from a hand grenade that was thrown onto the rooftop they were based out on November, in November of 2010. Both of the men survived thanks to Kyle. Only 21, year, 21 years old at the time, he, without a second thought, threw his body onto a live grenade, resulting in him losing most of his teeth, his right eye, shattering his jaw, and breaking his arm in a number of places. Oof. So, yeah. He saved his best friend's life. Yeah. Wow. Active heroism right there. It's a Captain America move. Seriously. At least from the movie. Um, he jumps on a live grenade to save everyone else. No, that's like, a again, one of those split-second decisions. Mm-hmm. 
but they probably would have died if he hadn't done that yeah. both of them anyways um super cool all right number two this is will told or withhold pilecki pilecki <laughs> voluntarily made it his mission to discover what secrets the Nazi party were hiding. He intentionally got himself arrested by the Nazis so that he could infiltrate one of the camps in Auschwitz. This dude spent two and a half years in Auschwitz, sending back his intelligence to the Polish government so that they were able to convince their allies that the concentration camps were death camps. How? He built his own radio from smuggled parts and got the word out. Wow. In Auschwitz. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. To make matters worse, his own country then sentenced him to death with charges of espionage and the illegal crossing of the borders under a false name. Now that is heroism for heroism's sake. That's another example of like letter of the law, spirit of the law. Like this guy was doing your whole country a service. Uh Uh-huh. And you put him to death for doing a good thing. Well, and think like what his actions were able to do in the long run. Exactly. Like, I can't say that he single-handedly ended the war, but I'm sure it played a big part. Oh, for sure. So. Oh, all right. And then last but not least, number one. This is Ekapul Chantawang or Ake. Okay. Is it Ake or Ake? I don't know. A-K-E. Yep. I we'll go know. with Ake because I'm American. <laughs> Are you? Uh, who? <laughs> yeah, we had the same question. This dude is a hero who hero to 12 boys trapped in a cave for nine days on june 23rd the group entered the tham luang cave for a short trek to celebrate a teammate's birthday as a monsoon rain came up upon them quickly water filled the tunnels of one of thailand's most complex underground cave system and the group was trapped for the next nine days ache a former buddhist monk keeping them alive in the dark without food by leading them in meditation and showing them how to collect clean water dripping down from the stalactites. After a daring rescue, all of the boys made it out alive. And now Ake is their MVP. Wow. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. (laughs) Like, how intense of a situation. He's like, alright, all that was training, all that training, the years of being a monk. Here it is. (laughs) No, but seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I I like cave exploring. I but don't. it's no, I and I get why people are scared of it. I um so back in back in good old Australia, right? We would often go up to um we we were friends with this one family who lived like an hour and a half from well not an hour and a half but like from big from major cities or not major cities but like they they basically lived out in the wild almost. Sure. But they had um, this campsite that they set up for people who um, wanted to, like, you know, explore the region and everything. And it, it was really cool. And they had uh, mines and caves and stuff, like, uh, around their property that a lot of people would go to. And I, I have very fond memories of, of those trips. Oh, that's so creepy. It was, it was so, like, pitch black. So much, like, uh, the water would come up to mid shins and everything and you just be trudging through the water and it was so much fun you were really it was really cold but it was it was a lot of fun i yeah no it freaks me out a little bit i actually so fun fact i didn't know that the term spelunking was a real thing and so when i was a missionary in wisconsin <laughs> for one of our p days everyone wanted to go spelunking mm-hmm. and i was like what even is that and so um 
we went on this really beautiful hike. It was gorgeous. And then we found this really teeny tiny little like pocket in a rock that you could go through. And so I was just like, okay, everyone else is going in. Like I'll go in. And so we all like squeezed into this little cave and it still like makes me cringe but then someone turned on their flashlight and we were just surrounded by spiders really so, ugh, like surrounded <laughs> and all of us were like all right we're done and we got out of there as fast as we could it was pretty pretty spooky what kind of spiders i don't know okay fair enough. i just know that there was one like an inch away from my head and then there were like 27 more <laughs> um <laughs> and then there was one part where the rocks kind of like made a tunnel and in the little tunnel like you could see daylight through both sides Mm -hmm. um and you could crawl through it but you kind of had to like army crawl through and everyone was like go through it go through it and i was like "Mm, i'm good i'll just watch you from the other end (laughs) so that's fair enough yeah a lot of those places are are pretty sketchy so like for those listening if you ever want to go spelunking or cave exploring whatever like be careful take someone with you and i don't know bring rope because there are too many horror stories of people getting stuck and like suffocating or starving to death stuff like that so i actually legitimately worked myself up into like anxiety about this just a few days ago because oh. i saw a tiktok about it mm-hmm. about a guy who died in, in a cave yep um and i of course i'm one of those people slash moms slash millennial whatever um who the more tired I get, the more anxious I become. Mm. Like I work myself up to like into a frenzy. Yep. And so I'm like trying to distract myself, but then I like start overthinking and it's usually about my kid. Like, Oh my gosh, is she suffocating on her blanket? Oh my gosh. Am I going to throw her out of a window accidentally? Even though we never open our windows in our house. Like just like the most random intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. Right. And so of course on TikTok, I see one video of a tragic accident that happened and then for the next like hour that's all i could think about mm. was dying in a cave anyways so um <laughs> welcome to my brain everyone <laughs> that's just scratching the surface oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole mess we love you though thanks honey your mind is beautiful <laughs> anyways now i'm gonna move on before someone admits me into a psych ward <laughs> <laughs> so that is the list of the best real life heroes so we've gone real-life superheroes, real-life heroes. We have one more list. This one will be really quick. This one is the top 10 most popular Marvel heroes. Okay. And I just want to see if you know, if you can guess them in order from 10 down to 1. So you want me to guess the 10th most popular down to the first popular? Mm-hmm. Um, just start throwing them out there and I'll tell you. Okay. I'll tell you if they're on the list. How about that? Well, you have to go with the ones from the cinematic universe. So we have Iron Man, Captain America. Wait, Iron Man's not on the list. Really? Yes, he is. No, he's not. Maybe this is a faulty list. Yeah, that list is false then. Okay, go, keep going. Um, Captain America. Yes. The Hulk. Oh, psych. Okay, we're going to have to start this part over because this okay. is the most popular heroes from Marvel and DC. Oh, uh, okay. But it's still only 10. Do you want me to keep guessing her? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Which one did you say? You said Captain America and... Captain America. I said the Hulk. Yes. Spider-Man is definitely on there. Yes. The th- uh, I don't want to say Thor if Iron Man's not on there. Thor, Thor is on, on there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, let's think DC. Superman. Yep. Okay. Batman. Yep. Flash. 
Yep. Green Lantern. Yep. Uh, Aquaman. Nope. Okay. Good. Martian Manhunter. Wonder nope. Woman. Nope. Uh, you actually only have two more that you haven't even guessed. Marvel or DC. One from each. Yeah. Uh, um... I'll give you one guess from each, and then I'll tell you the list. Okay. Uh, let's think. Marvel. Do, 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 do. I can't think of anyone that's <laughs> going to be more popular than Iron Man. Is it Groot? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's your one guess. Okay. Now DC. Um, did I say Green Lantern already? You did. Okay. I said the Flash. Cyborg? Nope. Dang it. All right. So the most popular superheroes from Marvel and DC combined. Coming in at number 10, Thor. Okay. Nine, the Flash. Eight, Black Panther. Oh, okay. <laughs> Seven, Green Lantern. Six, Wolverine. Really? Yep. Cool. Okay. Five, Hulk. Four, Captain America. Three, Superman. Two, Batman. And one, Spider-Man. Yep. That tracks. <laughs> Are you surprised? Um, no, I knew Spider-Man was going to be like at least top three. Because he's one of Marvel's icons. Yeah. I'm surprised Iron Man is on there. Heavily surprised Iron Man isn't on there. Yeah, I'm surprised too. Yeah. I'm surprised Green Lantern is on there. Why? Because, like, I don't even really know who that is. Oh, okay. He's the <laughs> one with the ring. And he's green. And he's got a symbol of a lantern on his chest. Anyways. <laughs> so, I had mentioned something about a Cheyenne hero. Yeah, you did. I've been waiting for it. Yeah. <laughs> so, this was actually going to be the story that I told. But then I found these fun lists and I wanted to include all of it. So... With that being said, let me get into the inspiration, the Cheyenne hero. So this is a story about Bridger Walker of Cheyenne, Wyoming. This is the part where I like cried when I was taking notes because I remember this happening in real time and what it did to the community and what it did to the country. And it was just really, really cool. Okay. So on July 9th, 2020... Bridger Walker, who was six years old, jumped in between his sister and a charging dog. I remember the story. (laughs) Okay, continue. The dog bit Bridger's face and head several times, but Bridger was able to grab his sister's hand and rush her to safety. Bridger was later interviewed, and he said, quote, If someone had to die, I thought it should be me. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. He received 90 stitches, and from what I know, he has recovered almost perfectly like he has scars but like he's healthy and he's great he also added at one point that the dog owners were great people who have been nothing but kind so this is actually um i think it was his aunt that said this the owners dog the dog's owners were great people who have nothing been nothing but kind to bridger and his family and the walker family felt no resentment towards them instead there had only been an increase of love between our families as a result of the incident at one point they asked bridger if he wanted the dog gone and he said, well, not all the way gone. So I don't actually know the outcome if the dog is still alive or not. But if he is, I think Bridger has something to do with that. Yeah. Um, a second update on Bridger uh, is that uh, in, lieu of, in lieu of the donations, many people, because this went viral. This was July 2020. So mm-hmm. if you think about like COVID outbreak, everyone's stuck at home. We've got... Um, 
everyone's scared of what's happening in the country and what's happening all over the world with this sickness. All, all I think about is like uh, Tiger King and TikTok and like what was <laughs> happening in our lives during this time. Of course. And so, of course, people find this amazing story of a boy who saved his little sister and everyone wanted to like donate and help and do what they could. Um, and so basically they said like, we're good. Um, but they asked that if people wanted to donate, that they would donate to the Wounded Warrior Project of 2020 or of 22 sorry the wounded warrior project or mission 22 is what it's called okay they also said that if you want to do something for for bridgers you can send him pictures of rocks because he was really into rocks (laughs) like the ones that are painted or just rocks in general just in general Hmm. just like yeah rocks in general he was really into that kind of stuff so they're like just send him like here's they set up like a p.o box for him and stuff they're like you can send him letters and and things like that but his aunt made a facebook post about how he was or an instagram post about how he was a hero and in her post she tagged the marvel cast like literally all of them and he got a huge response from it wow tom holland actually promised him that he could spend some some time with him on set of no way home and he fulfilled that promise in 2021 that's cool uh, so he flew Bridger and some of his family out and they got to spend the day with Tom and Zendaya and other cast from Spider-Man and some of the other Marvel cast reached out to him. So he, this is something that Mark Ruffalo said. He said, people who put well beings of others in front of themselves are the most heroic and thoughtful, thoughtful people I know. I truly respect and admire your, your courage and heart. So that was from Mark Ruffalo. Chris Evans sent bridger a video message and he said this is a message for bridger hey bridger captain america here how you doing buddy and they posted the video of of bridger's reaction on the instagram and he went on to say in the video i'm sure you've heard a lot of a lot of this over the last couple of days but let me be the next one to tell you pal you're a hero what (laughs) i'm like gonna cry again What you did was so brave, so selfless. Your sister is so lucky to have you as a big brother. Your parents must be so proud of you. Chris Evans then went on to send Bridger his own Captain America shield. Aww. (laughs) Made of vibranium? Just kidding. Probably. (laughs) Just kidding. It's a Um, fictional metal. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Brie Larson, who plays Captain Marvel, directly messaged Bridger. I don't know what she said to him. Anyways, um, Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye in the Avengers, called Bridger, quote, the first Avenger and said, what fortitude and heart that he has. Anyways, uh, he also heard from other celebrities such as Octavia Spencer, Gordon Ramsay, Kevin Jonas, Robbie Amell, and others who commented on Bridger's post and was praised by the U.S. Navy and Wounded Warrior Project for his bravery. That's really so, cool. Yeah. And the last thing I have to say about this is that uh, this was, I think it was his dad said this, Bridger views his scar as something to be proud of, but he also doesn't see it as being re- representative of his brave act. He just perceives it as, quote, I was a brother and that's what brothers do, end quote. Aww. It's it's a reminder that his sister didn't get hurt and that she is okay. And he still stands by what he said in that interview that if someone was going to die that day, he felt like it should have been him mm-hmm. and so that is the story of cheyenne's hero i guess i should say america's hero bridger walker from cheyenne wyoming that's such a good story it's really touching yeah it was really cool to be part of the community 
where it happened. Mm-hmm. I have never met him, but I I know that my I think it was my dad met his dad, met Bridger's dad mm. at like a church function or something like that. I don't know if he met Bridger or not, but yeah, just knowing like that happened here and I think it's so cool like how far it went because I feel like nobody ever hears about Cheyenne. Yeah, not really. And the fact that it was like such a sad, scary thing that happened. Like it's kind of like, oh, like when news gets out, it's bad news. But then like just to see like what it kind of did for the country during such like a time as COVID-19. Yeah. You know, anyways. Anyways. So those are some feel good stories for you. I do feel good. Some stories about our favorite heroes. Some men in tights and real life uh, good Samaritans. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of, um, you know, those videos that, that people post of them, like, saving animals that are, uh, like, stuck or something like that. And, like, I know a lot of them are, um, what's the word? I don't know. But, like, trying to be, like, hey, like, you should keep an eye out for these as well. But I also see some where I'm like, you are definitely doing this for the publicity. Yeah. Like you see, like people leave them, like in in their videos that they post of them setting up the camera before helping the animal. It's like you know, what if this animal is actually dying? Yeah. And in the time that you're setting up the camera, it's dead. Like yeah. you know, what good does that do you? Like yeah. save the animal first, and then like I don't know. If you have someone with you, cool. Like have them record. But if you're by yourself, like you don't need that publicity. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, I mean, it is sad what people will do for clout, but yeah. just a reminder that there are really good, genuine people in the world. Yes. Even the ones that like to dress funny <laughs> and put on masks and call themselves funny names. It's like they have, their things. hearts are in the right place. Yeah. It's like doing good things for the wrong reasons is what I was trying to get at. Yeah, I get what you You also mean. can do things, do good things for good reasons, right? Yeah. So... Be one of those people. The latter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh, thank you for coming to my podcast. To my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, everyone, this is our last February episode, which means that next week you're getting a double feature Woo-hoo! of a listener story and a Miles episode. So you have a few more days. Send us in your Lucky Duck stories for March 1st. For St. Patty's Day. Yeah. The month of luck. If you um, know any leprechauns, send those in too. The whole leprechaun, not just the story. Yep. <laughs> yep. Not the Grim Reaper. Oh, yeah. No, you can leave him behind. Yeah. Or her. We don't judge That'll, that'll be for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> there we go. That's Day of the Dead, right? Uh, yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, you can send us in stories to famdonlypodcast at gmail.com. You can catch us on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and anywhere you get your podcasts and YouTube. That too. Yeah, YouTube too. We forget about that one sometimes. We do. <laughs> I need to add more episodes to it. I think we have like six. six. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And remember, folks, whatever you do, always give 100%. Unless you're donating blood. <laughs>